Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan. And Alan, just before you would get into that, I really, I, I will come back to it, but I do believe I, I must address an issue that I believe is the most serious issue to face our democracy in Wexford since the foundation of the state. And what is and this? it hit the headlines in the national, made national headlines over the weekend. Well, it's an article that appeared in the Irish Times on Saturday. And let me just give your listeners a small bit of background. And, and if you'd bear with me, it may yeah, I'm going to let you do that, but I just want to explain to you, I'm, I'm going to respond to it as well because I'm aware of the article, but you've raised the issue with me. I'm going to give a response. Uh, I've analysed this article myself and I want to respond to it, but since you've raised the issue, what do you want to say about it? Well, a little bit of background for your listeners, Alan. Twelve weeks ago, the Standard and Public's office released a report based on a complaint made about Wexford County Council's Chief Executive Tom Enright to the Commission. The report was one of the most damning with regard to its findings. They upheld the complaint, and for context, I want to read what people standards in public office had to say about the complaint made and the breach of ethics codes by the Chief Executive, Mr Enright. On finding one, the Commission finds that the emails amounted to an appropriate conflation of the issues of, on the one hand, the coverage of the Council on South East Radio and Mr Enright's dispute. Mr Enright misused the Council's position as the stationary's primary advertiser, in effect, throwing around the weight of the Council's purse. In respect of the second issue, the Commission finds that in sending emails having that effect, Mr. Enright failed to ensure that his conduct did not bring the integrity of his position or of Wexford County Council into disrepute. As stated above, the Commission is satisfied Mm -hmm. on the evidence that the emails of the 29th and 30th of August 2019 had the effect of putting unwarranted pressure on the station to alter its broadcasting practices. As outlined above, in the context of the first contravention, the Commission finds that the emails were lacking in courtesy and fairness in the manner which they were worded, the inappropriately emotive and threatening tone adopted, and the way in which Mr. Enright conflated separate and distinct issues to achieve its ends. The Commission finds that Mr. Enright contravened Section 1693 of the Local Government Act in the manner alleged. The Commission is satisfied on the balance of probabilities that the contravention was committed recklessly. Okay. On the basis of the evidence and given his seniority and experience, Mr. Enright must have foreseen the risk that sending the emails would put pressure on the station to alter its broadcasting practices and amount to a failure to treat a supplier of services fairly and courteously. And we're aware of this, Verona, yeah. we're aware of this, so where does, where does the article uh, that was printed in the Irish Times figure on your radar at the moment? Because I am going well, to respond to myself, so where does this article I, favor, uh, figure? Well, I think, Alan, it must be said that the report was dealt with, and that how the report was dealt with was a great cause of concern. The findings were damning beyond belief, and yet the chair of Wexford County Council, Barbara Ann Murphy, within two days of that report being issued, bearing in mind it was 376 pages in totality, called a meeting to push through a vote supporting the chief executive. And she did so ignoring the CEPO report warnings. She ignored her own legal advice received, 
and thereby has established custom and practice for dealing with serious disciplinary matters for a chief executive. And on the day I was present, I believe you may have been present, and we sat through well, what I would regard as huge regret, what was a very ill-informed meeting. No sanctions were delivered to the chief executive. In right. fact, his actions were endorsed with a standing ovation and a rapturous round of applause. And it must be said, there, with the exception of one councillor, Pat Barry, who abstained from the vote in the face of much criticism from right. his peers and some of the executives, and I, yeah, and sorry, for, sorry for calling across you. And I'm, I, I was at that meeting. I'm aware of all this. I, I, I want to em- emphasize here now: these are the views being expressed by you, Verona Murphy. They're not my views or the views of the radio well, station. But I well, want well, to, I, I want to move you along to the item that was in the Irish Times this weekend. And, at, and that is, I'm absolutely coming to it. But I do think there needs to be some background for your listeners. It is causing huge reputational damage to the county of Wexford. Now, I suppose the most significant element of what's been what's in the report is the fact that the Taoiseach, on the day, on the day that I brought it to the floor of the door, such was my concern for democracy in Wexford. And I'm going to quote what the Taoiseach had to say in response, and I will repost the video for anyone who wants to see it, Alan. But I'm going to quote what the Taoiseach had to say. He says, there cannot be any attempt to influence the content of any local radio discussion, even if there are advertisements that emanate from the council. And yet, Alan, the report that I read on Saturday morning, less than 12 weeks after the CEPO report, and less than six weeks after our Taoiseach's remarks on the floor of the door, we see it in the national headline that the very same breach of ethics has occurred. And that is huge regret you know, this is a very serious assault on the very fundamentals of democracy. And I, I, I finally, I will say this, the responsibility for this rests with the Fianna Fáil, the Fianna Gael, the Labour and Sinn Féin and some independents who voted on the day. Now, the councillors are elected by the people of Wexford and they need to now come out and let the people who voted for them know that they will stand up for democracy and free speech on the side of the people. And they must call a halt immediately to the abusive process and continuing breach of ethics that's destroying Wexford's reputation. And, and of course, that is with the exception. And I want to say it because he did on the day put his neck on the line to much criticism and that's Councillor Pat Barry. What, 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 are you, what are you in effect calling for now this morning? Because I just want to share with the Morning Mix listeners who may not have seen this article. Here's the core of it. In an email sent to Managing Director Eamon Butler on March the 25th, David Minogue said the Council does not consider it appropriate that a South East Radio broadcaster offers personal viewpoints and opinions on South East Radio. I ask for assurances that South East Radio will take the steps necessary to ensure such personal views and opinions are not offered by your broadcasters in the future. Point number two, the Council Executive also suggested that the station ensured that raw material, meaning recorded material not broadcast by the station be kept for a period of two years such material can then be made available for review in the event of a dispute between South East Radio and the council so as to determine the appropriateness or otherwise of the presenter broadcaster omitting content from the final broadcast output. And point number three a third criterion suggested by Minogue concerned what would happen when the council sought a right of reply in relation to something that had been broadcast 
by the station. I ask that the matter end there and that the original theme or issue is not raised again on South East Radio as has happened previously. Now, I have spent miles on the roads of Wexford analysing this and I'm going to give my response to this. But before I do that, what is your call? Well, what I would say, having heard you read that statement again, is that it is not for David Minogue, who is the ethics officer, to actually act in any regard as a quasi-regulatory authority to tell Wexford local radio how they should present and what they should present to the people. It is abhorrent. And I would actually say that Mr Minogue is not fit as the ethics officer to hold that office. He may be able to spell it, Alan, but he clearly does not know what ethics stands for. And I think it's now incumbent on our county councillors who gave people, people of Wexford, and everybody else who felt that this process was inappropriate, the two fingers when they gave a standing ovation and a round of applause to the chief executive. The chief executive in a press release outlined that he was putting a service level agreement in place. It's not just the county secretary who has a responsibility here, but the responsibility rests with the councillors to now take this matter in hand. And there should be no red herrings that's been uh, meted around that, you know, we have now a complaint gone into the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland from the county secretary. The Broadcasting Authority of Ireland has no input into this issue. It's a red herring, and should councillors try to hide behind that, then they themselves are not fit to hold the office and represent people. We need councillors to come out and put their own, put their own, uh, what would you say, they need to come out and let the people know that they stand behind the people, not the executive right. of Wexford County Council, who are continually acting inappropriately to the damage and damage, damaging the reputation of Wexford. Right. Look, those views that you've expressed are your views. Again, I want to emphasise they are not my views and they are not the views of the radio station. But I want to just analyse this. I just want to analyse this and I'd like you to bear with me now because I want to bring this to the attention of our listeners. I was as shocked as everyone else to read the article in last Saturday's Irish Times and I was not aware that this was going on in the background. I am conscious that South East Radio is the voice of so many people across County Wexford and our obligation to fight for the important issues that matter to you, our listeners. To do this effectively, the freedom of the press is vital and our managing director, Eamon Buttle, has made it abundantly clear that South East Radio will not be surrendering our independence and integrity for any amount of advertising from Wexford County Council. If South East Radio had agreed to implement the criteria set out by Wexford County Council, this would have a far-reaching impact on not just me as a current affairs broadcaster, but on my colleagues in the radio station and across the entire media industry. The very thought that during a debate on a council matter that I would be restricted from providing a contrasting view to bring balance to the issue is incredible. By Wexford County Council seeking access to all raw, unbroadcasted material is a violation of both my guests and my right to privacy. No journalist or contributor should be subjected to this outright invasion in a democratic society. And worst of all, if I raised an issue on the morning mix regarding the council, once the council issued a response, they wanted me to end the matter there, preventing me from discussing the issue any further. A condition which would affect everyone living in this county, young and old, in more ways than I can imagine. Just think for a minute about the impact this would have on tackling important issues such as the housing crisis, the increased cost of living, water contamination, the quality of our roads, reducing crime rates, 
calling for more school places, increased IDA investment in the county, the development of Rossler Europort, more supports for those with special needs, and the establishment of the Technological University for the South East. Imagine if we applied this restriction to how South East Radio fought to save services in Wexford General Hospital over the past 10 years. I dread to think what hospital services we would have available to us today in the county. Coincidentally, on Saturday last, Minister Simon Harris visited Wexford and he paid tribute to Michael Collins and his fight for Irish freedom. My granddad fought with Collins and part of what they fought for was freedom of the press. I passionately believe in this and doing so adhere to the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland's guidelines whilst working on your behalf in the interest of my county. Our Managing Director Eamon Buttle has taken a brave stand when he says in a democratic society such behaviour cannot and must not be tolerated and South East Radio certainly will not stand for it. I'm proud of my county, South East Radio, the people I work for and with and most of all I'm proud to be your voice. I stand in solidarity with Eamon Buttle and the entire team here in South East Radio for the freedom of the press. Finally, I want to reassure our listeners this morning that South East Radio and I will continue to act uncensored by Wexford County Council. In the best interest of the people of County Wexford, we will tackle the issues that matter to you and I want to thank you for your support. And if you'd like to air your views on this, we'd love to hear from you on 53 Verona, I've got to move on from this. As you can see, I feel very passionate about it. Absolutely, Alan. And all I'm saying is that we have to restore accountability to Wexford County Council. And the people, things that people say to me mean that they have lost confidence and we have to restore that. And I think that's where it's incumbent that we would see the Chief Executive and the County Secretary step down until such time as this is investigated and that the councillors call a meeting and come out and say that they're supportive of the people in Wexford in that regard. I now throw this open to our listeners. I throw it open to councillors or politicians who'd like to share their views. We'd love to hear from you. I'm going to have to park the issue in housing for the moment. This item has, as you can imagine, energised the morning mix. Uh, Hopefully it's energised the listeners. We will revert back to housing at a later date, but thank you for taking our call. Good morning to you. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.